0: Hey
1: everyone. I'm Wah. And I'm Chris and welcome to Docu <laughs>
0: Sweeties. We're two longtime friends to discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy
1: world of reality TV and Docu series. Yes, but through our own lens, which can be, you know, slightly askew, which can be a little dirty and sort of um, with with our own mess on it. We it, it can be twinsies, whinsies. Um It can be, you know, what I agree that we all have different opinions, but at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. You know, it's it's so many things it can be, but I'll tell you what it is right now for you. It's Love After Lockup, season five, episode six, deleted, but not forgotten. And it should be in the toilet, but not flushed. But, and I just want to say this, if you are on Patreon, you know that Wahama and I are wearing basically the kind of the same thing but like differently like it's almost like a parallel universe of the same thing in that it's like pa- pajamas that are like wintry themed and glasses and barefaced, but like a wet lip mm-hmm.
0: you also made mention of like things that need to be cleaned and i thought you were coming for me for my glasses not being cleaned and i was like
1: yeah my glasses aren't clean i feel somewhat i, I keep trying to like I know. I never wear glasses for Patreon. So, you know. Or Yeah, this
0: is great. I love the glasses. Put them back on so you can I'm see. I'm going to,
1: I'm cleaning. I'm just cleaning them. Oh, okay.
0: I have to go get my special cleaner for my glasses. Oh, I'm just
1: wiping um, them on I'm wiping on, on my Kohl's Lauren Conrad PJs I got six years ago that I still wear all the time.
0: Coles. It's like Mervins. I don't know if everybody <gasps> had the pleasure of dealing with Mervyn's as a child, but if you remember Mervyn's, it's like
1: Open, 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 yeah. open, 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 open. Mervyn's. I always got like Mervyn's and Marshalls kind of confused. Marshalls obviously stood the test of time, but Mervyn's, you know, not so much. They Unless were I'm open wrong. at the same time. I thought I thought so. Oh, I know. didn't
0: know Marshall's at that time. I didn't know Marshalls when Mervins was around.
1: Miller's Outpost was like Miller's. All- I never went to Miller's Outpost. I I I, there, Pac Sun still exists, but like there were certain things I was like, that's not for me.
0: Yeah, it wasn't for me mainly because I'm tall, and they made things for women who were like five six and shorter. Also, um, women who didn't have the body shape as me, as well as all Mm. other aesthetics that don't need to be mentioned. Okay, so.
1: We're talking about life after lockup. What do you think of this episode? I hated it, uh, except for Chance and Taylor, which means everything. And I hate that for Taylor, but love that for us. And I definitely hate Chance. You know, like it's interesting because so much of this feels fakity, fake, fake, fake. Like, I just don't, I mean, no Louie and Mike, no Louie and um, Melissa, like no Justine and Michael. Like, if it's on TV, I'm not enjoying it because it's just fakety fake, goody, fake, fake, fake. Like, do I don't mean, need no? to see.
0: Justine and Michael were in this episode.
1: I know. So I guess what I'm trying to say is is that I did enjoy this episode because a lot of fakeness happens, except for Chance and and Taylor, which, you know, whether it's fake or not, it's too dramatic for me now to enjoy it. Justine and Michael, it's like, I don't, I don't know. I just like don't believe their shtick. And also, the things that I like about them are this. They're hot. And they, I like the fact that they, like, want to dress twincy winsies You know what I'm saying? Now, what I hate about them is Michael's, like, basic, you know, basic just leaving of his kids to pursue a pipe dream. That's like, he's not good enough to be a really great rapper. Like, he's just not good. Little Nova's tears really got to me. I'm going to say
0: that. And then... You know, Louie and Melissa, I would say that Donna and Melissa's father's like old school Italian come together on the porch of poor health really came, you know what I mean? Came to me as well, as well as Miley Grace really serving it to her mother really came for me as like really like. I felt that as well. And just Qualon and Chevelle, just really my Ela being like, this whole thing is a bad idea. Yeah. Legoland or Aquarium of the Pacific was great. How whomever. I don't think you should get married. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. From the mouths of babes. From the
1: mouths of babes. You're not wrong. Chris. So you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Two baby women looked in their mother's eyes and was like, no, mom, let me put my fucking foot down. I'm putting my foot down. It's a size four, you know, because I'm a baby. It's a small foot. It'll grow someday if you keep nourishing me with protein and this was the 90s milk. I don't know. Um, Yeah. So basically, I agree. That part is interesting. And I like the fact that like, you do have similar themes when they happen. And, but at the same time, I don't know. I just feel like some of this is fake, but let's get into this. Who do you want to start with? Uh, Or I'll start. I'll pick, I'll pick a person. It's Qualon. So obviously we were talking about it. Chevelle and Myila are talking and, you know, it's like, Obviously, we're hot on the fact that Chevelle and Quaylon just went to an attorney talking about if Quaylon can just assume parental rights. And the attorney's like, oh, I'm sorry, is, is, the, is the father alive on God's green earth? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, She's like, uh, does he pay child support? Uh, sometimes, when he can. But, seems like you would have to like ask that person if they're going to be upset about this. It's the father of your child. Oh, I mean, but I'm the one who's really here most you know, of the I, time. Yeah, so. but you can't just, like get, you can't just, you decide that. You have to have someone give up the parental rights that you want to just bequeath on this um, person that was in jail for a long time. Is that him? And, and not the father well, of this well,
0: child? I mean, well, let's ask him. Let's ask him. Chavel. <laughs> go ahead and ask that nigga. Since he barely there anyway, if he wants to give up all his rights to this child for me to take over, me who's been in prison for 12 years, Mm -hmm, to take mm -hmm. over taking care of his child, who Mm -hmm. he barely pays for anyway, I'm sure he'll say yes.
1: I just want to know this. What? Why? Okay. Why? Why? Does he need to adopt this child? Like, why does he want parental rights? Like, I just want to know: does it does it give does it does it what does it say? Like, I get in the sense of if you're saying, well, if she, if the mother died someday, you would you would take care of it, but like, no, the mother's no, mother's no, no, mother Chris,
0: because the process has started, and as we know, with certain people, once a process, no matter what that process is, once a process has started, one must see it to conclusion, to fruition, and to the end. And so if Quelan doesn't get to adopt Maela, mm-hmm. that hour and a half that he mm-hmm. took off from work and used his PTO for will have been wasted. It does not matter that obviously his wife is in some sort of duress, distress stress and
1: Um, all of it
0: all of it it doesn't matter that all of a sudden she's flipped the script and so maybe he should ask her why what's going on because he is not emotionally there yet in his time uh, as a human on this earth so he's just gonna assume that she is pussyfooting around and being a little like scaredy cat bitch and don't want to talk to the nigga. so he's gonna step up and talk to the man on his own and just be like what's up you ain't been taking care of Maela, and he thinks that that man's gonna be like, you know what? You're right. You can go in ahead and have custody. No, he's not. You're you like so right. He it, just it, he for some reason believes that because she's now backing out of it, that somehow that's a problem with her, and that she don't have somehow I don't know stick with itness or something. Uh,
1: yeah like she's she doesn't follow things through like you said it you said it you were like he thinks she's you know pussyfooting around and doesn't want to talk to someone and the thing is she is but just not the person he thinks she is pussyfooting around and and the the man whatever that she doesn't want to talk to is not the baby daddy it's you because why maya was like "Mm, you -hmm. can do better like i also like he's fine like i don't know why this is also weird like did Maya at one point tell her mom like I love him? Because like I don't understand if it changed or if she's never been that much into him, and this was all being done to her because it either makes you know like it makes either che- Chevelle feel like the f- family unit is strong and it's a good sign for everyone, and there's a certain amount of stability in that, or like and whether she's putting it on her daughter for like no reason. But can we talk about during this conversation. Oh, go ahead.
0: Well, no, she says that they've been on and off. Like, Chevelle says that she doesn't know why Maela feels this way. And even in the conversation that she's having with Maela, she's like, you didn't like Legoland? I don't know what where they went. I say Legoland because, like, Jasmine made such a yeah, big Yeah, you know, that's what
1: you said. Like, I know, but, like, at Legoland, was she like, this is my new dad, please make it happen? Or was she just smiling at him and her mom thought, that's her new dad, I'm gonna make it happen. Yeah. Sell. Well, the thing is, though, like
0: she has had Chevelle has had Myila calling Quailon daddy since Quailon was in prison. So when Quailon came out of prison the first time or the first mm-hmm. season that you did weren't privy to. Everything was going great until Quailon was like red and was like, oh, actually, I just came out of prison. And uh, j- uh, just jumping into being somebody's uh, parent is a lot. So I'm actually going to move to Texas to be with my mother because this whole situation that you want me to jump into right now, I know I said I could do it, but guess what? I can't. (laughs) <laughs> so he left and went to Texas and then she stayed in Kansas city, Missouri or wherever part of Missouri she was in. And then now has eventually moved to Texas to be with him. Oh. And it looks like there's their, their breakup initially has done something to my spirit to the point where she is dipping rice, crispy cakes in mm. lemonade on national television.
1: I thought it was a chip and I thought it was into. What looked like a juice or a pog, guava honey? I don't know if it was pog, but it w- I did not it, understand. It wasn't milk and cookies. It wasn't it no milk and sense. cookies. It was no sense. It made no sense. I mean, like, okay, I, my first thought was, is this poor child lactose intolerant? One of those things where you know, like, I had one time. God bless. Definitely babysat a child, and you don't have to be lactose intolerant, but ate cereal with orange juice, and I was taken aback. But, um. And, you know, in the 90s, there wasn't almond milk or anything like that. So, like, why are you looking at me? Like, I did it. I'm, I didn't do it. I'm just telling you that it happened, and I saw it. You don't believe me?
0: Um, wait, it was it in the bowl with the... Yes.
1: Like milk would be in cereal. The cereal floated in OJ. And
0: I'm going to go ahead and say that whilst the 90s were a time mostly the without the internet... Mm-hmm. I'm going to go on ahead and say that there was milk substitutions. There were milk alternatives. So those people didn't look hard enough.
1: That's all I'm saying. You know, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, no. Let's really mom shame them. All of them, you know. Uh I Okay. I will. Uh, no, I, I you agree. You don't have you to. Know, well do you, no, I agree. You can't, I'm not you can't do it because no, you babysitted those no, children. No, I'm not. That no, child. I don't, you
0: don't have to tell you which one it, you it is. You babysat that child so you let's can but them. I let's will. F- <laughs> no, I don't okay. want to kill anybody. Okay? Fine. I'm going to tell you that they were they well, had an opportunity to find oat milk or raise almond their milk right. for $10 a gallon. It would have been expensive, but they made a mm-hmm. choice to buy orange juice instead, Ate Chris, and I won't get away with it. They
1: won't. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay so basically, yeah. So basically this happens. We're, we're shocked. We're upset. At first I was like, yeah, again, and then my last thought was, is she doing this to like, cause she knows she's on camera and she wants to be like, I'll tell you what I can do. I have only control over this moment. I'm on camera. I'm going to do this gross thing. You're going to have to watch it. You know what? You're cause you're doing a gross thing on camera too, mom. And I have to watch it as well. Like I was like, you know, I love wear so bad wigs. Yes.
0: Are you paying more attention now to Chevelle's wigs? I, listen,
1: no? I, I almost, uh, yes, of course I do pay okay, attention to great. it, you know, and, and I'm going to say this, my, my, my hair. Is the cutest. She has the longest Mm -hmm. fucking braids and she's playing with the braids while she has Mm -hmm. this conversation with her mom in such Mm -hmm. a fun way. And my Mm -hmm. mom, and and, okay, so then I, yeah, I almost like don't want to comment on her hair. Like, I don't think, you know, I just want to be like, whatever, but okay, it's not appropriate for you, but it's appropriate for me. Okay, I I feel you. I hear you. Let's ask you what this, why can't Mm -hmm. she have braids like her daughter? But I mean, don't, that's what I wanted to ask you. But I, but don't don't come for me in this world. I'm so sorry. This is my friend. I can ask, like, that's like, this is a truth. Like, why, you know, that's my one screaming thought.
0: She can. That's the answer. She can.
1: Because they look so cheap, you know?
0: She just probably enjoys wigs. They're a lot easier and cheaper, yeah. especially because she's only buying them for 40 or $50. And we are moving on. So her and Quelon get into a very heated argument where these it. are two people who don't have emotional maturity or like any kind of therapy or any kind of anything watching them argue is like watching chance and taylor argue so at some point you just have to like tune out of it because both of them are wrong and right at the same time so they just don't know how to like explain themselves yeah he he shouldn't be going yeah he shouldn't be going around her Try to talk to the dad he shouldn't do that. That is obscene and ridiculous. And she should be honest with him as to why she is uncomfortable going to the baby father and asking this. She she should say why she's uncomfortable. She should say, Myela doesn't think it's a good idea because she doesn't think we're stable because you and I fight as much as we do. So maybe you and I should go to therapy or whatever it is that she needs to say.
1: Yeah, or you know what? She wants to open the possibility that maybe someday when she's a little older, she might have a relationship. Like, I don't know if this man and her never talk or he sometimes gives money or I don't know what, I mean, I don't know. There's a bunch of things she can do instead of just being, instead of being like, you know what, we're going to table this. Let's just get married. Are they married yet? No, yeah. they're not married yet. Like, let's table. Let's get some other shit done. But here also they're on a TV show. So let's save Taylor and Chance at the very end because they're yeah. the best. Um, Michael and Justine, let's just go into because it you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so we obviously are hot on this situation where they brought their whole family to visit Michael's whole family because Michael's whole family includes a bunch of different kids that like basically have never spent time with him of varying ages. And some that have spent time with him of varying different moms that all kind of live with his moms and his sister It's like all whatever. And he, of course, got out of prison and instead of like going and like spending like one moment with them, just like immediately went to Justine's house, started raising her kids and now Justine's pregnant and they're all like tiptoeing on the fact that they want to move to Vegas because he, like Moses, sees some sort of like crazy calling in the desert that's going to, you know, right the ship of his life and be like the destined thing. That's, and all of that is difficult and i will say i think in reddit there was a post um just b- basically being like what's the difference between like someone like sean or michael just like having kids and running away from you know like running away from them and not being responsible for them and then having them have to come to him and be like yeah it feels like you're just moving on you know like there's a lot of that similar themes
0: yep here here's what i think I, there's no difference one, two besides <laughs> the fact that the person is some somewhat self-aware and isn't blaming everyone around them. one, two, the most realest thing that was said is when the news got dropped and Nova started crying immediately that when 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 Michael was like, baby, why are you crying uh Michael's sister was like, what do you mean why she crying? you barely got here and now you're telling her you're moving to Vegas. that's why she's crying. And I, I said I said, okay. Okay, 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 hermana. Like, tell the true shame the devil. Say it loud and say it proud. Like, say it louder for the people in the back. Because he is wild over here, like, huh, my
1: choices have consequences, huh? Yeah, I feel like one thing is... <laughs> I almost felt like he was weirdly okay. This is I don't want to use this word. Like this is not the word I want to use. Where I think this is like a uh, this is where I think it is. But you know how we're using the word gaslight to mean certain things or something that was almost a weird thing where he dropped huge news and how he's going to abandon them and their children with their hearts open, like loving their dad, and they start crying. And then he's like, "Why are you crying now?" He doesn't mean like "Why are you crying?" mean, but he's saying, "Why are you crying?" as if he expects them to be like. Because we never know you, Dad. You hate us. You just run away from us. You know, like, I don't know what he expects this child to say to him in the moment or even have the capacity to, which is why you're right that, like, when his sister says it, we're like, thank God, because it's horrible. Because it's like, why are you asking your child that? Like, you know, like, you bitches just now basically had your mom make an American slash Dominican breakfast, which, by the way, looked great. Can we talk about this? I mean, what?
0: Okay.
1: I want it. What? It was great. There's like, she's like a beautiful egg, like beautiful soft eggs, like the scrambled eggs they had done perfectly. Definitely pancakes, and then different cheeses and meats. Do you see? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't
1: know if they were like, yeah, I don't know what the meats were, but like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it
0: was like just like a sausage, like a it looked chorizo. like a sausage. Yeah, 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 and it was just like grilled, and it's delicious. And then it like that way.
1: Cheese,
0: and the cheese is delicious. And then Looks like the eggs. I think the, I feel like the pancakes was the American part of it. Um, the platanos were there. Like I haven't had a Dominican breakfast in a long time, so like it was, it was all great.
1: I feel At, so I'm bad. Like, where for, were the beans? Where were the beans? Were there beans? I, I Probably. I feel like, you know, like all the kids are looking around. There's Juju and their dad. Juju and their dad are wearing matching outfits, just like me and you right now, basically. Mm-hmm. Ha ha ha. But there's also this like other solidarity of, oh, this is him and his new family and I'm other. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah There, it, there is. There, everything is. It's interesting how not sensitive they are and they don't care really about these kids. Like Justine makes it a you know just seem like we'll cry a little and be like i'm sad it's like you know but it's like not enough to be like you know what you're not a famous rapper yet like at all like not even i'm about to have a kid and shit so like why don't we get your life right first get these kids having a relationship with you first. Like, there is no reason for you to move to Vegas. Like, the biggest reason they have given us is because some dumb guy lives there and has promised him a career and hates the fact that he's married. Like, that's what we're supposed to be hanging our whole hat on, that he's had some fucking premonition that Las Vegas is it for him, right?
0: Yeah, it's really interesting, especially because he hasn't talked to the mothers of the children, and there's Thank two you. of them to speak, too. Um, and he has made it's no. Shameful. Yeah, it's, it's very shameful. shameful. And he we like him because he's charismatic and he's not a dick to Justine. And he seems really open and willing to help her with. And hot. Her-
1: I'm going to give oh. him hot privilege. Let's give oh, him hot, hot privilege.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's hot and he's taking care of her and he loves her. But the truth is, is that he is abandoning his children and he feels bad for it. But because he has no control over his children, that's the truth. He doesn't have any control over them. And the baby mamas, and I don't know how kind they are or how open they are, but I can imagine that they feel some type of way especially the one that he had majority of his children with who he cheated on to have Nova and the other little boy be the exact same age. I imagine that that mother is probably not as keen on him coming out of prison and just meeting with Justine and giving her everything that she probably thought she was going to get at some point. Like if he's giving her, well, he's ta- he's helping her take care of those kids. All of his money is probably going. the The fact that he's physically there with Justine, like y- you know, it's unfortunate. But sometimes this idea of ride or die, especially in and and listen, I don't know if Michael considers himself black. He might be the type of Dominican person who's like, I'm not black. I'm I'm Spanish. Which at that point, then I don't know your experience and who are you? You know, I'm, I back out. But. I can speak from just the black experience or whatever my experience and not really mine. Cause what do I know? But I could say honestly, that if it were me, that you spend your good years, your good fine ass years with this man who has all the potential. He's taking care of you. You're having his kids. He's selling drugs. He's rapping. Okay. And then you have this up and down with him. You know, his whole entire family, they support you. They love you. And then he fucking has another baby on you. He has another baby on you. And then, okay, okay. But you're done with him. You're sick. You're tired. You let him go. He goes to prison. And then you're like, whatever. Okay, he goes to prison. He does whatever. He does whatever. He's there for whatever, seven, eight years. He comes out. He gets with some other bitch now. And that bitch has three kids. He, that, he gets out, he goes to parole over there. So not only do you not have him there physically now to help with Melody, who's been acting a whole ass since her father's been in prison, the youngest person that you have, now the other baby, so you never had to make, meet this new baby mama and deal with this new baby mama for the last six years so that the two little ones can be brother and sister, plus your oldest daughter, who's used to that man. He goes and lives in a whole other state takes care of her kids, spend time with her kids, gets her fucking pregnant, and then tells you that he's moving to fucking Las Vegas. All the while still not providing you the physical support that you need for your youngest child and the the young other youngest child.
1: I will just say this. He hasn't been providing support this entire time. He's been in he's been in prison. The only person providing support, I think, is probably why his poor sister has had to step in with this amount of like to appease the shame with the fact that he ran around, you know, with his D out. Now, we don't know a lot of things. I had done like a deep dive. I think I told you on Reddit like how remember how he like got busted for running a conspiracy or running a criminal enterprise or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. What that could have been, what that could have meant and like what, you know, there was like theories that perhaps he was like actually just like a middleman and took the fall for someone bigger, right? All that stuff. And so it's like we're not talking about a lot, you know, like, but we are talking about is they dress cute, they're hot together and they have a lot of kids, but like, and they want to present an image that they are this like very fun, sexy couple. But like, there is this darkness where their choices have been really shitty. And in this moment, we're really seeing a man make really shitty choice, huge shitty choice. And then while they are be lambasted to be like, you haven't told your the mother of these children that you're moving in? Like, yeah. no. And then obviously, has, you know, t- this child starts crying. He's like, why are you crying? That's horrible. And then the scene after, he's the dumbest person in the whole world.
0: Yeah. And, you know, Justine is <sighs> like, where are you going? What do you mean? Well, you know, he really deserves to be able to, like, live his life. He doesn't, Michael has 18 children. He, yeah, no he doesn't. Yeah. no amount of living his own life. yeah. I agree no, i I do apologize. like Justine is like in this space where he deserves to be able to have his freedom. he deserves to be able to because he's a good guy. No, there are two women right now in the state of Rhode Island who Michael owes a lot to mm. and they're not just their name is not Juju or Justine. mhm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So I, I, listen, I love Michael. He's fine as fuck.
1: I would give him a turn, but I would make him wear a condom. So there's that. You know, cause he's so tall, you know, he's tall. He has like a masculine jaw. Like, you know, he's big. Like he has like my like preferred body type. But anyway, so uh, basically the next scene was just a skid over. So like they, so literally they drop the spawn. all these kids are crying. Like, okay, well, bye, we gotta leave, bye. They all pack the kids. that they, they like the most Justine's kids in the car and then take it by to the kids that, you know, he doesn't care about his kids. And then they, drive back and now they're packing up the place, packing up the place, packing up the place. Why? Because she's pregnant as fuck. And they're moving to Vegas to have this these kids. None of the moms think it's a good idea. Then he gets a call from, you know, his PO officer, you know, and they always like mask the voice to make it sound like, I mean, I keep this voice always sounds like I isolated to be like, what if Latrice Royale tried to do a transatlantic accent? It's always like a really low voice that is like this weird, you know, I'm not quite sure. So do you want to say something about that? I felt like did you have a comment. <laughs> you said
0: PO. So I was like, you're perfol- a <laughs> oh. officer. parole officer, officer. Just that was funny to me. But anyway. Oh, I know funny. what
1: you're saying. I, then, I, I like redundant. I was redundant. Yes. And then
0: Latrice <laughs> Royale was like, hello, Michael. I, <laughs> love, 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 hello, 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 hello. <laughs> Hello, Michael. Can you come down oh, to the office? You, can I you ask what this is else? about? Can oh. I have, you have nothing else to happen in your life right now, so you going just stop everything right now. Like, you have nothing else going on. Like, what the fuck? This person has the audacity to ask Michael, can you come down to the office right now? Oh, sure. Sure, I have nothing else going on in my life right now. I'll come.
1: Well, I, is that what they're supposed to do? And then my other thought is because then Michael goes, "May I ask what this is about?" And what if that guy was like, "No, you may not. <laughs> get your ass down here. You'll fucking yes. find out." Yes. So, so he then he does, right ever. And it's this whole thing where it's like it's like boring. I vote whatever. But basically, it's this. It's like he should have gotten his shit together so they can I don't know move because they have to like transfer parole. But he didn't get one paper that was supposed to be mailed to him signed, and he makes it seem like I didn't get the paper. But we're moving. We don't know. One of the kids just took the mail and didn't give it to me. So then he's kind of like, and low-key, maybe I should have been a little more on top of, I don't know, this really big important thing because I'm like, you know, out of prison and I have to like make sure my ducks in the row for this thing that's always very specific. It's the kind of thing where I hate to say this. It's like, if you have gotten yourself in a little jam where you are in the justice system, hmm be on top of getting yourself out of that jam as much as Correct. you can your priorities so like you yeah. know how chelsea's like kid like just didn't know they had a court date mm-hmm. like if that's real that blows my mind and i will say you could say well chris you have you are the privilege of not having been like in the justice system in that way i will say i mean i have definitely like had a moving violation and had to go to like Uh, like, court and, like, do something I forgot, you know, like, talk to the, I don't know, like, talk to the judge or talk something like that once. And then, like, I've definitely done jury duty, so you're right, I've never, but, I mean, like, I get shit done when it comes to justice shit because it's, like, your taxes, like, you have to, there's certain things just you gotta fucking do. Anyway, so, um... Basically, he didn't get that done. And so then he has like a back and forth conversation where he's like, it's sad because it's like not my fault, but it's in fact totally fucking my fault. No, it's like everyone's going to think that I haven't gotten everything done because, you know, I I haven't gotten everything done. And it's like, yeah, because you're not 100% changed adult that's magically you know gonna turn into a famous rapper with all his ducks in a row like it's always this thing with like Lindsay and chance it's all like you're not a hundred percent cured from your like bullshit that you got yourself into the mess where like this isn't a fucking sprint now to get married and have kids so that people will think that you're like recovered and okay like it's it's such like a very specific pattern you see yeah
0: just so interesting when people are like, I didn't sign that one paper. I'm always like,
1: just that one? Well, like, well, but if you were there, I mean, I thought it's like, but okay, so then my guy you went, brought you down. You couldn't just sign up there. I don't understand. What a right. Why couldn't you just sign it when that guy said to come down or girl? I can't tell. The voice is weird. Yeah, it's just very
0: weird. Like, it's like, oh, you had needed to fill out this document. Yeah. So I'm like, I carry all documentation on me in case there's something going down where someone's like oh you need to do this i'm like great i'd do it right now because guess what i have all the documentation you were asking me in my car in an envelope great they're like you have to go home i'm like don't worry i'll go in my car you have to set another appointment okay i'll set one for later today get it done (laughs) get it done done um you're like waylon yeah yeah i'm just kidding
1: you're not like waylon um, um okay, baby boo, Lindsay and Blaine, Louie and M- Melissa, or uh obviously Luke we Okay. Taylor. Okay. Okay. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay. Uh so we have Miley Cyrus Grace, and she is getting ready to go wherever it is that a 13-year-old with extensions and a hair dye. Like what what junior tell prom? Me, can you tell me what's happening with Miley Grace? Is that what 13-year-olds look like this day, these days and age?
1: She's gorgeous. And, you know, I don't know what the Instagram and Snapchat's doing to kids, you know? And Lindsay's beautiful. And by the way, I think Blaine's hot. Now, I think, I'm going to tell you right now, like, there's a lot more attractive... M- okay. There's a lot more good-looking people on Love After Lockup than there is on N a Fiance for this season. Igor yes. is the only really hot person.
0: I don't know. Manuel's friend was a lot. Oh,
1: my. Yeah. But, you know, like, anyway, so I can move on. So anyway, uh, I will move on. But OK, so obviously what we know is that Lindsay is like maybe going to go to prison. No, she's not, of course. But like she also then decided to get engaged on her own. Like she got down on bended knee. Ha ha ha. Boys to men. To give a necklace to Blaine to be like, do you want to get married? And the thought process is that then if she was to be carted off to prison, that she'd be like a married woman, they could have conjugal vi- vis- visits. She also tries to say that like then Miley Grace would have someone. She's like, no, because your Miley Grace has had her- your mom the entire time. She's not going to like go live with Blaine. Um, and then, but Miley Grace, who's like a grown ass person and Lindsay looks just like her like older sister by like six years. And by the way, I want to say one more thing. I'm I know I'm over the place as Miley Grace is giving you like extensions and she's not giving you, by the way, like teenager nowadays, she's kind of giving like, kind of like teenager and like two, like Kim like, Kim, like Kardashian in 2000, let's just say like 15, 16. Like the extensions are not, they're a little like Dallas or they're a little like pageantry. They're not like, they're not like beach blown Instagram kind of a girl's wearing now. Having said that, Lindsay has all of the best like aughts makeup eyeshadow on like thick gray with like white it's like so much and she's also really beautiful and not nary any eyelashes like i have this i love the look of like so much eyeshadow and no eyelashes because you hardly ever see it because like right now a day is like the biggest look possible is like dewy dewy look dewy very 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 chill eyeshadow and just like lashes they should be like good looking, definitely healthy. They should never be too big, but like definitely lashes. And so it's always gonna be different. Oh, and so I'm happy to see it.
0: Don't tell the hood girls that they should not be too big, girl. Like, the well, I girls, do. I they, the listen. Everyone can do whatever girls, they want.
1: The but that's not my favorite are look.
0: Ha- are having a field day right now with the lashes, and I feel like the lashes with the hood girls are gonna live for the for the at least the next thirty years. Um, yeah, I. So yeah, Kylie Grace Cyrus is really <laughs> doing the best that she can in in that mirror. And here's the downside to a 13 year old looking 21 mm. is that when you sh- that 13 year old is 21, she'll look 31. So, s- kiddies, those of you who are listening to this with your mothers, mm-hmm. stay young looking as long as possible. I, from one late bloomer to another, Mm -hmm. you want to stay looking young as long as possible, looking like un bebe as long as possible. Because when you get to be 42, I'm not even 42, but when you get to be in your 40s and people are like, oh my God, I thought you were 20. you were only 25, wah. You'll be like, wah told me to continue looking very, very young so that when I got to this age, also don't have children and like don't have a man that'll keep you real getting real real young the whole time there's a lot of things adding to it but, but basically what i'm telling you is like don't do this miley grace cyrus hannah
1: montana look don't do it stay looking young I hey, mean, that's some big cis energy i agree mm-hmm. you know yeah. um so basically yeah you know this whole time like miley's like is blaine good enough for you mom like, let's just be he's honest. Like, like, is he good enough for you? And Lindsay's like, well, I mean, he's been here the whole time and I've only been with him. And basically, I don't know if I'm going to be sober unless I'm with him. So, yeah. And her. also, I would
0: like to be a wife instead of a girlfriend. I've been a girlfriend for way too long. I'm almost 32. It's time for me to be a wife. And she's like, okay, so it sounds like you're settling. Uh, It may sound like I'm settling.
1: Because I am. <laughs> but I'm not.
0: <laughs> I said read your mother to filth, okay? boots the house down red.
1: The library is officially open. When Miley was like, seems like if he wanted to marry you, he would have asked you to marry him. Just Well, no, I don't agree with that.
0: I don't agree with
1: that. I felt like she was being real sexist in
0: that moment. Now listen would i ask a man to marry me no only because i expect if a man wants to marry me that there are certain expectations that come along with that so he needs to ask me because i can't ask him because i expect
1: things however Wait, are you, in, so is it, is it one of the things that you expect him to ask you as one i mean like this right yeah and i get it and i just no, no, no. But I mean, like, a,
0: I, yes, I expect him to ask me, because if he asks me, I then expect him to pay and take care of me. Right, right, right. So if I ask him, I like can date, like,
1: no, like, if you, a- I know, but you're, like, you know how you, if you ask them on a date, you then are supposed to pay for it? You're saying, yes. like, ask someone to marry you you, you, you are, like, asking if it's okay if that person lets you pay for yourself for the rest of your, you're like, oh, yeah, I'll, That So you ask a man to marry you. You're afraid mm -hmm. that you're saying like, yeah, I'll pay for you for the rest of your life. Yeah.
0: Because I'm like, if I ask him to marry me, then I'm either negating the fact that he will take care of me and saying like, don't worry, we'll be equal partners financially in this (laughs) endeavor. Or I'm saying, hey, don't worry. What's yours is yours and what's mine is mine. No, I need you to ask me to marry me so that you understand that you'll be taking care of me and what's mine is mine and what's yours is mine. You know what I mean?
1: Well, yeah, of course I do. Uh, cause that's also what I want. But it's like, it's like, it's the reason why I feel like what's mine is mine and what's yours is mine is because I need you. I need to trust you that, you know, how to make your way in this world. And like, I'll, Mm -hmm. if I was to, you know, lean on you and, or, Defer to you for decision making and they'll be good decisions. But I think that you should lean on me and trust in me that I know how to live fabulously. And I can make your life and world beautiful and colorful and full of the most amazing experiences that you, I mean, you have no idea. I mean, that's what I, here's the thing as I've gotten older, I feel more and more like that. Like, this is so whatever. I, I don't even care This how this sounds. I feel bad saying it. But if you are going to be with me, I know that I can provide in a magic to life. Now, I'm not saying everyone is going to enjoy my certain type of magic. But for the ones that do, it is in fact so magical that I feel comfortable in this arrangement. I will spend your money. So that I can take you into a magical world, you'll have access to a magical world if you want that, and if you don't want it, go on your life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, that's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. That's just mm-hmm. my particularness. Not everyone mm-hmm. has to be like that. I don't know why I feel this way. Yeah. It's probably because I'm an only child or whatever. You know, you can really like psychoanalysts. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I'm being I, honest yeah. with you and vulnerable. That's how I feel.
0: I cannot take you into that magical world and spend your money. What I can do. Mm. Is be arm candy one, two. That's magic. Okay. Okay. That okay. Two. Uh I also am hilarious. So that's my magic. I bring charisma. Charisma. charisma? Mm-hmm. Charismatic and charisma. Mm-hmm. I bring that. I bring uh funny. Uh I'm I'm hilarious, so you'll always laugh. Uh three. Oh.
1: Thank mm-hmm. you, God. Jesus.
0: God says yes, Thank yeah. You, Jesus. Thank you, Thank Jesus. You. Um, I also bring just like an understanding of, um, or not even understanding. I, I have, um, that's all I bring. Let's just stop there. Oh, the hot thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm hot. So okay. like, I can yeah.
1: like. <laughs> I was like waiting for you to say.
0: It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, as soon as I get to my fighting weight, which can happen at any moment, as long as I don't have to be stressed out with, you know making my way downtown working fast oh yeah <laughs> as long as i don't have to make my way downtown working uh then i can do that also what else do i bring i i'm good on family like i understand the importance of family so if you have an ailing yeah. or aging parent like i can mm-hmm. help you do that um as well as uh i hmm how can i sell myself i think you Yeah, I feel like that's enough. I feel like that's truly enough. I've had therapy. Um, I know how to communicate effectively. I won't belittle you, uh, on purpose. Um, Mm -hmm. I take criticism, uh, and I take feedback. Um, and I, yeah, so those are the things and let's talk about love after lockup once again.
1: Um, Um, we're single. So anyway, moving on. So guess who's not? Lindsay and Blaine. They've, they figured it out. Everyone on, Justin and, Justin and Michael, they figured it out too. Everyone on the show has figured out some sort of relationship. So, you know, that's just on them. Except for mm, what we're gonna talk about later. Yeah.
0: yeah. So Lindsay talks to Blaine about, she tells Miley, Grace, Cyrus, Hannah, that she wants to get married in a month. And Miley, Grace, Cyrus, Hannah, You're Montana dumb. is like... No, no, you can't do that because you'll have to go fittings and he'll have to go fittings. And so, like, you have to get his stuff. Happen. You have to get your stuff. He's not. He's so dumb. I mean, you can't do anything. You can't trust him to do anything, you know. And mom's like. And then so then, Lindsay, we have the next scene where Lindsay tells this to Blaine and Blaine's like, oh, uh, did I miss a memo? And. She's like, no, but I want to get married in a month and a half. And he's like, why so soon? Like, why would we rush on this? And she's like, I just look at this hand. I don't care. I want to Claire's. And he's like, I think you deserve more than that, Lindsay. I don't want to get you. I'm going to go make your hand green. And she's like, I don't care as long as it comes from you. we really, we just know the time is clicking or because like, you know, twinkle toes, a lawyer is wanting that money. And so she's worried about going to prison. And so he now feels rushed Uh, and feels pushed because she offered and he said yes and now he feels like she's running towards the altar with all due speed and he's not ready to go to that altar because he feels like a he should have some shit in order to you know be married to her which is valid
1: it is valid so um you know she's like laying back in the bed he's like stroking her wrist i don't know i i get like i don't think that he's the strongest one i don't think she's gonna be with him forever she's gonna need someone a little stronger and that mean and that's true she's a very strong woman next scene is that she goes to her ob we get to talk about um strings and uti girl oh, that, oh my god what's that thing called again jesus the, the I copper know. yeah iud IUD, yeah, IUD. Sorry, yeah, she does. She there's copper. The copper one is not hormonal, and there's a hormonal one. She's in the hormonal one, I think, is because she's like the one that's the. I forgot she said the name. Then she gives Marina. She gives a oh, little
0: Marina made you know me it? suicidal. Yeah, Marina <laughs> had me suicidal.
1: I hate to hear that. There's been some talk about that IUD before, the hormonal one. And so some girls also use the copper one. i never used an IUD before. Um, I was going to do
0: the copper one and I tried to do Marina, but they had a hard time getting it in. And it was like the most stressful thing because they couldn't find my uterus. Now I know that the reason why they couldn't get it in was because my cervix, instead of it being like this, it was like this and if you're listening so,
1: uh, she's it's tilted it's tilted up so it's tilted it like. yeah
0: um because the fibroids were just like mwah, 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 and guess oh, what oh honey
1: fibroids are back but anyways go ahead sorry to hear it um we'll talk about it later but um i really really i'm sorry to hear it tru- truthfully but um in this situation with Lindsay, like basically she's like also oh, just you know like prison health care is horrible people were just dying or whatever i had this like other one in that's supposed to be every five years in for seven years so she gets her new one in and it's supposed to be this conversation because blaine had brought up like well if we're getting married so fast and how can kids do and she's like no that's too fast and he's like that doesn't make sense but then she's gonna be like I'm just going to get this brand new IUD and not tell Blaine. Like what, you know, does not hurt him? Like, you know, whatever he doesn't know can't hurt him, whatever the God bless it is. And we're supposed to have a conversation on whether that's, you know, like, why you want to marry someone and then not, sh- like, share a part of you? Or, like, why would you just not tell him that you're not ready? Like, why does you think that Blaine's going to get upset about your IUD? He's absolutely fucking not. Blaine will absolutely not yell at a, at Lindsay because she decides to get an IUD. Could you imagine? He's not mm-hmm. trying to get her pregnant. He's not even trying to marry her. So, yep. um, basically, that's all I have to say. <laughs> all right, let's move on to Louie and Melissa.
0: Oh, um, honey. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we start off with Louie, who uh, is going in for an interview. He cold called this neighborhood gym and was like, hello. Hello, Mr. Owner. Um, my name is Louie and I'm looking to be a personal trainer. But I f- I really feel like he went into that to be the towel guy. Like, I don't think he went in as a personal trainer. Like He was like, probably like, I just want to be anything
1: and yeah. I'll work my way
0: up or whatever. So he goes in.
1: Don't you have to have like, I think for, you can't, you can't for insurance, just take over someone and make someone work out with having at least some sort of like two day training on kinesiology or something, because you are, I mean, you can be sued if you are j- From from, I'm assuming paying someone's paying you to work out, you have to understand how body works in such a way. There has to be a little something gotta do, like a certification program. I think so too. So he goes in and he talks to the guy,
0: and he um the guy's like, Let me get your license, let's do a background check. He's like, Oh, background check, you say, (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something. Okay, let Uh, me tell you something. (laughs) All of a sudden he turns into Jim Carrey from (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: it's
0: I a kind of jaw thing. <laughs> He turns into uh fire marshal Bill. Yeah, it's fire marshal. Yeah, uh he turns into that. And uh he tells the uh proprietor, the owner, Rob, that he has just did a 10 year bid and he just came out and that he's clean and clear. And the guy's like, Let me guess. Drugs, and he's like, Yeah, start off with pills. And he should have just kept it. Uh-huh. Stayed at pills. Yeah. Uh, he said, turned into heroin. And Rob is like, oh, don't trust heroin. Yeah. Sorry. Not going to get this job. Once a heroin user, always a heroin user. Fuck you. Fuck you. I don't give a fuck. He Like Rob is just like Melissa's sister. Never trust a fucking addict. And I'm like, damn, heroin users have with some people to where they will never Trust a heroin user ever again so Note to self note to everyone Out there there you know so lots Going on so Um they Basically we we, we end up feeling Like is not gonna get that job so Louie understands what's going on. He gets back in his car and he goes home to where Melissa is planning a housewarming event and um, her whole entire family shows up. It's light, it's bright. And then we have Melissa, AKA Morticia Adams, who is wearing all black. Uh, and she is uh, immediately like, you had this interview and it was a complete waste of time.
1: Yeah. Time.
0: yeah. And I'm like, an interview is never a waste of time it is not one interview has ever been a waste of time you learn something you grow a little bit you get that practice underneath your belt you meet somebody new either meeting the proprietor or meeting somebody there or someone behind the bar whatever and you could possibly see them later on and be like oh yeah I met with that person like it's it's worthy i've I have literally always used somebody's name and something when going on an interview so I use it to my advantage. Um, and then we have Mike who defends Louie. And I don't know who Mike is. I must've walked away from the TV or the, the, whatever His at sister's,
1: the time. Sister's man. One of the sister's S- men. So it must be what dreadlock, dreadlock sister, or is it Cheryl? The yeah. One I mean, like, Amy, there's Amy Winehouse. And then there's, mm-hmm. um, right. No, mm. oh. there's three. Winehouse. They all look like Kim, Kim Kardashian, and Amy Winehouses, kind of in their own way. You know, you oh. know, there's a younger sister well, with a baby on her hip. And then there's the other one that had the, the addict. Um, oh my
0: God. Baby on her hip. Baby sister with the dreadlocks. She had a baby. Wasn't that a baby? She's pregnant this whole time? I didn't see it. I don't know. I missed it.
1: What well, was she just but pregnant? It so was a baby. I don't know if I, like, did I see a baby or did I see a baby inside a baby? You must a, a have a saw A baby. You must've saw a baby. So anyways,
0: so my, that guy, Mike, he defends Lou and he was like, Louie has been here for 48 hours and he had one interview. That's pretty good. And she's like, it was a waste of time. He should be going towards this. And Mike's like, "Mm, mm, no. And Louie's like, I will have a job in two weeks. Don't worry. And I'm like, I find that awesome that Louie's like, I'm going to get a job
1: in two weeks. Like, I mean, he won't, but like, I find it awesome that he thinks that he is. Maybe he'll be like, whatever it is, I'll have a job in two weeks. But then it's weird because the sister, the other sister is like, well, you should have had a couple of interviews lined up. And it's like, well, yeah. then what What are you upset about? Whether, I mean, I yeah. don't know, by the way, a personal trader job would be great if he had, I don't know, like once one, one more morsel of certification for it. He likes to think that, well, I started working out in prison and started making some plans for people. And it's like, well, yeah, we need to see we need to see you like having like read a book go on, gone through a course, you know, like can you know where all the muscles connect the femur yeah. connecting to the blobby bone bone? You know, I got, you gotta know all that shit, you know, like, um, the hip, the hip bone connected to the thigh bone. Is that what you're I mean, about well, I gotta do a lunge somehow. So basically then it's like the parent off. So one conversation, Donna comes and she like brings something and it's like, you know, Melissa's dad's there and he, you know, feels a certain type of way. And both it's like, they want to impress upon Donna, you've been really shitty to Melissa. But the thing is, Melissa's better than, you know, Louie. And Donna wants so bad to be like, no, no, she's not. But he has been in prison for a hot ass second. And her dad is there. So she kind of is like, well, let me just tell you, he's a changed man. I've never seen him like this. He's glowing, you know? And the sister's like, yeah, right? Because He's been in prison. Now, as you say, if he hadn't gone to prison, he would have never got clean. Is that what you said? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, so what you're saying is he just got out of prison. So we don't even know what's going to fucking happen. Is that what you're saying? And that's the person you think is like not as good as my sister, you know? And Donna has to really just sit there and like swallow one yeah. billion tongues. And she hates yeah. swallowing her tongue. Yeah. Until Melissa's dad's like, listen, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm 900 years old. But, but there, I don't give a fuck about prison. I, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. I'll go in there with my cane. And by the way, like, I'll be the top bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. not, not the top bitch, but he he. Yeah, no, you top. said it's not bitch. I know, I know. Yeah. Being, I don't, that,
0: I, and that's but, a baseball but, but, bat. It wasn't a cane. It's a baseball bat, Chris. He was okay. using a baseball bat. So him and Donna go outside to have an Italian parent smoke-off Smoke. conversation. I love it.
1: Oh. And, and
0: it's where they really are like, listen... It's been a hard road. It's just me and Louis, and he fucking let me down by becoming a drug addict and I had no idea until he had a seizure. So you can understand where I'm coming from. And dad's like, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, my girls are my heart and soul. The truth is, as I was running around these streets fucking every hole that I could find and luckily my, my daughters love me and they take care of me. So, I mean, that man is so lucky to have three daughters who are willing to take care of his 75-year-old ass who has been roaming the streets. Uh, uh, so, so then she goes inside. This is after she's already had a conversation with Cheryl, the sister, who was like, i yeah. never trust an addict. Your son. She, Donna tries to like be like, this is what happened. Like, uh, oy wait. <laughs> mozzarella I mm-hmm. Paizone let me tell you what I Paizone yeah yeah. Oh, this is the I Jewish said, Italian but... mix right now that's happening for me you the person who does voices I can't keep it together I can't keep it straight we're in New Jersey who knows it's like and Long Island New
1: Jersey we don't know we don't know where it is we're
0: all the same it's on the east coast not that far from each other okay mm-hmm. and so Um, Cher was like, yeah, that had to have been hard. You're right, you're right, you're right. Oh my God, I can't imagine it's my only son, but guess what? I'll never trust him. Never. So, uh, uh, yeah, so she comes in and they sit down and everyone's like, yeah, you know, Louis, you have so much to prove and Louis's like, I'll do my best. And that's all that he can truly say. That's all that he can truly say.
1: Yeah, he tries to be like, Melissa's my drug now. We're like, no, you shouldn't have any more drugs. Just pretend, no, no. Um, we have saved, last but certainly not least, honey, what, I mean, what a show. The episode is saved by them in two ways. Two ways. Um, it's the fact that shit goes down and then the reveal at the end. So, Taylor and Chance. So, it starts off, obviously, <laughs> the way that we ended last episode was the Bobbo slash chance, you know, like, comeuppance where they've, like, had fisticuffs in such a way. And the scene, you know, goes on from the bar into the parking lot, and Babo, who is on camera, is okay with that, has signed releases. Meanwhile, in the editing... Of the scene, like all of their hats have moved one billion ways on their heads during the scene. Like we don't know, like how long it took to shoot. Baba was supposed to also be like, "Stop following me! Stop following me!" And you just assume that, like he's like, "Stop following me! Stop following me!" And like, okay, rap. And he's like, "Okay." Uh,
0: <clears throat> yeah, he's like, that? I tried again. He's, <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, hey, can I get some water?" Yeah, oh, it's real hot out here. Ah, uh, how was that? do you need to take it from the other angle okay yeah i'm ready chance you good i'm ready okay take, take two
1: <laughs> make sure my chiron it's b-o b-b-o or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah, it, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah. that's what happened last episode or whatever and so this episode is now like taylor is like so <sighs> like well, what happened with That guy they came by and like asked me about you but then you pretended like it wasn't anything but he obviously did you know whatever god bless so it's like it's like the dumbest thing they don't like how much of this is real at this point but then it feels so real after this so they're making they're like crafty DIY I forgot what you call them, tables, my love, where it's like, you, there's like wood and they, they pour different li- colored liquids in the wood and it dries in such a way. And then they sell them for millions of dollars. Like I, it's whatever. So he's doing that. She's doing that. And he's just like, you know what? You deserve a little romance. You've been fucking through it, you know? And she's like, yeah, no shit. I've been through it. I've been through the entire time. He's like, no, I know. I know you've been through it. And I, I want to make it up to you, baby boo. So why don't you go ahead, get yourself ready for, and I don't even know if you deserve this, a ride in a limo. And we all know what the limo is going to be. We're like, oh my God, I cannot believe this limo has made it like a fucking reoccurring character in at least six episodes of this season. I cannot believe this limo. Of all things, of all cars. It's like, I mean, this is a famous car now. Like, you know, like, was the Batmobile in that many episodes of Batman? I don't even know. You know, like, this car. I, I, I can smell it. Like, I saw it. I was like, oh, my God. I knew a limo was going to be. Like, oh, I smell it. That's so amazing, she's God. like, how could you afford it? We would be like, because you couldn't, you because... You couldn't pay someone to sit? What are you talking about? And and he's like, have you ever ridden a limo? She's like, "Now, You know, she gets on a why, making her sound like she doesn't sound like that. Begin a limo. What year is this? Is this 1998? Why is it so low and back? I don't know who's this guy chances like chance's shirt is like stained and ripped he takes his shoes off immediately you again we know how much throw up and old vodka and and, like the cheapest pop-off has been spearing off has been poured in this limo she's like he's like i'm gonna take you somewhere you know really like make it a romantic situation so they go to oh
0: sorry sorry
1: uh, check a burger (sighs) Ah. Now when I saw this, I was like, this, this place actually exists. It almost, I got this from Reddit. It almost looks like um like a fake place, you know, like you know how like in movies they'll have a drive-thru that's like like or like what a burger. You know, it could be anything like, you know, like whatever the Simpsons was. It looks like a fake place, but it actually exists. You know, it's like Chick-fil-A, check burger. It's like how it, yeah. I mean, it's an AI made place. Like, is this a real place? I can't tell. They do Philly steaks there, though.
0: Yeah, with onion rings, because she's an onion ring girl. Ring queen.
1: She's the queen of them, honey.
0: So he's like, don't worry, babe. She's like, as long
1: as it's not a ring from you, I'll eat it.
0: Oh, my God. And he's like, I have nothing else to hide. Don't worry. And he's like, what about if we invested in this limo? do not you think that's a great idea? And she's like, no, no, no. I think we need to take like a step back. And he's like, what do you mean, party bus? And she's like, like, no, no. I think we need to invest in our kids. I think we need to save money. I think we need to do all of that. And he's like, so you don't think that investing in this limo from 1998
1: is a good idea? She's like, I love that you think big. I feel like there is, okay there is this very thin line between this sort of fucked up view of like a hustler mentality of like how to make money, how to get things going. And Chance has it hardcore, right? Where he's like, got to make money the the fastest possible way. But what Chance is at his core is a very lazy person, very undisciplined and fucked up. And so what he won't do is like one job. Well, He will do, he'll start a job and then think, well, how can I make more money doing this job? And then never finish that, try and do something else and never complete anything and never get anything done. And it's like, and he, and, and he will talk big. And so to her, she's like, I love how you're thinking, but it's like all talk. It's no action. It's a lot of like, I think that there's also this mentality in the world of that. And it's hard to like differentiate just pretending that you are getting things done and have that and actually like accomplishing goal after goal and like having the consistency having brought you to your next level. You know, it's like it's a it's a weird thing. What I think it's because people make it seem like cu- making
0: money is easy. People often talk about making money and investing as this like really simple thing. If only you just invested, but it's not easy. It's only easy for people who understand how it works. And so chance has heard, Oh, invest your money. Like you could do this and just make money, 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 but it's never that simple. People like, get businesses. And then like, even getting a business is hard, like doing all the paperwork to like get an entity, an LLC. And then you have this LLC and then you have to like be an employee of the LLC and then pay yourself as an employee of the LLC, just because you own a business doesn't mean you just like take the money. You have to make yourself an employee and then you make yourself an employee. And then you like, like, it's like a whole thing. So I, I get what I get where he's thinking. We in the United States have a way of talking about making money as though it's easy. It's not, it sounds easy to like, just go oh, go do this. And I'm, then I'm here, here I am like, Oh, it's so easy. And then I'm like, <laughs> so it's not. And then, then you end up with people like chance who will just commit a crime at some point because it's not as easy as they once thought it was, but <clears throat> Um oh yeah, he, i'm sorry I um, yeah i mean okay oh, listen chris chris here's here's what? what we're missing from this whole entire thing oh and okay. i don't want to say that people's names kind of pin them into certain boxes but i really think that they do i think mm. that sometimes names what's in a name <laughs> would a rose not is smell as sweet, sweet if it were not called a rose i get you. i get that shakespeare thank you however sometimes when your name is personified by a person um or a, an activity or a group of people or whatever you uh, unfortunately you you you're like well my name is billy bob and so i'm going to behave like the rest of the billy bobs and Chance his his actual name his the first name given to him by his mother or Mima is Earl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when when I when I found out that his name was Earl every single thing that he's done on this show made sense. Made complete sense. And I said, "Oh, cuz we're dealing with an Earl." Earl. Earl Chance Pitt. Thank you. I said in my case, your honor.
1: Wasn't Earl. Okay. Remember Ernest. Ernest goes there. Ernest goes here. Like the big, that big character from the nineties.
0: Oh my God. That man made a whole career off of being a character named Ernest.
1: And wasn't his whole thing. Like he, it was like a, that, okay. And this is like coming back to me only now. And I should have probably looked this up because this is a live podcast. This uh, had this idea in this moment. He's, like, doing, like, a monologue, whatever, to camera. You, like, look at it coming down. Isn't he talking to an Earl? Isn't he always, like, or talking about an Earl? Like, we're an Earl. Like, that's <laughs> what I remember. Like, I feel so when I hear, so that's what I'm saying. This All this to say, when I hear the word Earl, I think of the following things. Maybe Earl of Sandwiches, whatever that is. Um, earl of Ernest. And then, wasn't Earl the father's name on Family Matters? Carl. Carl Carl wins. First of all, yeah. Also, but okay. Next I got it too I got it. okay, yes, you're right.
0: Next nextly, uh Earl to me was well, there was a show, the sitcom called something about Earl or whatever, where this <laughs> yeah, this, <laughs> this guy was like again living in a trailer park and his wife, I don't know girl, it's called Earl.
1: Oh, yes. That is an Earl. And that was a famous show for like at least seven yeah.
0: years. My name is Earl.
1: My name is Earl. Yeah. My name is Earl. that There's a whole show called my name is Earl that we forgot until the. Yeah. I don't know, but he made money. So good for him. I um, know. But anywho. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So anyways, there's that's what you need to know. Sorry to all the Earls out there and sorry for the people who are married to an Earl and thinking like, <laughs> your your name Earl, and he makes a lot of money. Okay. You, know you mean what? Earl's girls? Yeah, Earl's girls. Sorry to you. So um, I
1: love it. I love
0: <laughs> we have twelve weeks later, and our twelve. I don't know, girl. We have something. Like, what does where that mean? Cameras leave right because I guess they're done with their designated filming time.
1: Bobo then, had been paid. They were like, no more is necessary. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> camera crew and everybody goes home. And then Taylor emails or texts a production uh, uh, producer and then they all get back on. 12 hours later, they land and they're like, hey, girl, what's up? And she's like, um, and I mean, with a baby on her hip, Mm -hmm. I it, it was straight up out of every bumpkin like rags like we came it it was like out of every romantic comedy where the big city person comes home to the bumpkin town and there's that one woman who always has a baby on her hip
1: that was taylor
0: yes she got chances baby on her hip and she's feeding him applesauce
1: that's the earliest of babies i've that's an earl that baby is uh, a <laughs> girl baby. <laughs>
0: she got that baby on her hip, feeding him applesauce. And I said, "What nutritional value is this
1: applesauce?" You, oh, you ain't gonna no yeah. from- yeah. kids eat applesauce. Come on, isn't that? A- oh, kids eat applesauce all day long. Babies don't they eat yeah. baby food? Oh, it's pure food. It's pure apples. Not-
0: mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. No, Apple I sauce is different. That okay anyways so let me finish making my joke so feeding that baby applesauce now the applesauce was some color it wasn't at regular applesauce it was like pink or something and i said girl if you can't get the nutritional value possible for your baby get him some gerber some peas or some carrots or whatever is required but not that sugary ass applesauce that isn't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, whatever so she's feeding this baby applesauce while the baby trying to get in her to t- her titty baby can't get in the titty because she got the, the full bra on now she tells the uh production that chance and her got into an argument he he came home yeah and wanted to go into her phone uh-huh. so she was like cool swappity da day
1: So they you know what that means good hand over i i I have a phone in my hand at all times whether it's mine or whether it's not mine now yours yeah yes so they swap phones and so she goes through
0: his and then she sees that a bunch of deleted shit has happened and so then they get into some kind of argument
1: well she finds a text she finds a text from a number and with a
0: question mark right is that what it is yeah just a question just a fucking question mark and she's like who it is And then he's like, you know, chance is stupid and starts to like say whatever and blame her. So then Uh she kicks him out of her house. And we all know at this point, that's his house, too. He's been living there. He's made changes. That kitchen is a different kitchen. Like he's done things. So kicks him out. He leaves. And then he breaks in. And I'm like, he comes back a couple hours and breaks in, Taylor. No, he has a key. What do you mean he broke in? Did he climb in through the chimney? Did he come in through the window? The <laughs> kitchen window? What what window did he come in through? Like, <laughs> he broke it. He has a key. So he comes back in and then he like leaves oh, he his phone. He got little
1: Earl to open the door for him. That's what happened. Yeah, that's what yeah, little that's Earl. Earl.
0: So he, he leaves his uh, cell phone on the counter in the bathroom. Right. And then she's like, where's your phone? And he's like, I don't know, in the bathroom. So she goes into the bathroom and it's in the
1: toilet. Yes. Yes. So one other small thing is that somehow she before she kicked him out, she had looked up the question mark phone number and realized that one day of them had been like one hundred and twenty four texts. So she knew that it wasn't just a question mark. Like someone like she knew that this person was an old fucking shitty thing. I love yeah. so many things There's like, What would this have happened if he hadn't asked for her phone? Like, what the fuck do you think Taylor's doing with your I mean, with your baby just like all the goddamn time? taylor is like, we're not, we haven't been having the sex. So I also like Loki thought that there'd probably be a red flag because that man isn't getting any poon from me. So like, where is he getting Mm -hmm. the poon? But so so anyway, Mm but he's not getting but twister alert. So so obviously that has happened, and they're like, Okay, so but then Taylor's like, wait, Loki, let me tell you what happened. So then I text the number or I call the number and the person like hangs up and I, you know, thought it'd be a girl's voice, but it ends up being a man's voice. They hang up and they start texting and she says, low key, and I don't know where she finds this out, that she knows the guy, whether he says that he knows her, whether the phone number she looks up and she realizes that it belongs, whether the voice in itself, it's a guy that she describes in the town as a hoe. Now mm-hmm. in this moment, I'm still like, what kind of hoe? Yeah, like is this a fuck boy hoe? Like uh-huh. that he goes and fucks other women. So I uh-huh. literally am on bated breath. But then she has to spell it out for me because I that in fact he is gay. He's mm-hmm. a gay man. And that means that that obviously he's chance, an open bottom. He is a chance has been chance bottom. I then did a Reddit thing, and I forgot about this, but Chance had an implantation in his peenie. He has... um, He has an, an implant to help yeah. him hard. No, he has a piercing, like a oh, piercing uh, in his thing. And then Reddit told me that that was like a sign that maybe in prison, he did that just to make sure that, you know, there'd be like a lot of like um, pleasure for the people that he's having sex with in prison. Oh, like a prostate tickler. So it wasn't that interesting. Uh, We don't know what's to be true. We're all alleged. We're not, you know, where we weren't there. But um, he, you know, so, um, but she, I mean, she alleged, and that's what the episode's about, that uh, he is getting it on. So then while she's telling us this, then we're like, holy shit. And then he calls and she is like over it. And you can tell in this moment, this is like this, this part feels real because You know, when you have a girl that's like, whatever, going through it, and she's confided to you everything, and then something in that moment happens between the guy that she's talking to, been whatever, complaining to you about, whatever, it's that certain energy, and it is a palpable energy of like, oh, yeah, he's calling right now. And there is this of like, I can deal with this because I have you on my side. I have the producers I have either, or in this conversation, like you and you being the friend, like there is this kind of like, should I get it? Okay. Well, I'm going to, because we're here, you know? And so she does, right. She gets the phone and they have this conversation where he's like, Hey, what are you doing? And she's like, nothing and then he tries to blame her and she's like well i'm not gonna let you so why the fuck are you calling me and he's like well it's gonna come back supposedly he had taken her laptop and we were like oh he took it because he's an asshole and then taylor's like no he took it so he could return it And i was like okay if that's what it is he wants to make it seem like she's at fault like he said in his crazy fucking rambling thing that he was texting with a A profile that she had catfished, and he was finally after many different attempts to catch him.
0: I have a whole. Let's let's do. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, here we go, Chris. Uh, 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 um, Okay, hold on. Um, uh, hmm. Ah, yeah, I was texting someone I thought was Taylor because uh, Taylor creates fake accounts, being scandalous. And I said, ooh, come on, 97. She's being scandalous. Come on, 97. Uh, She watches me and she's building a case like a cop. So, you know, I don't want to be around prosecuting ass, cop ass Taylor. Uh. (laughs) She's like, where's your phone? Being all venomous like that. I mean, this man is trying to like tell a story. He is is trying to come. He's trying to come for Michael Barnett's job.
1: I, I'm so happy you said it. Yes, 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 yes. Michael, are, he...
0: He's that pro, prosecuting-ass, cop-ass Taylor. Meanwhile, you have Taylor with, like, teeth fighting each other, hair grown out. Mm-hmm. Ba- baby mama to the mm-hmm. nth degree Taylor. Like, I don't even know what Chance is talking about. Taylor's make a fake account. So I thought it was Taylor. So I was like, okay. So I was just talking to this person thinking it was Taylor the whole time because she makes fakes account. Cause Taylor's crazy being the scandalous and shit. She's like, where's your phone coming at me all venomous and shit. So I don't want to be around now. Prosecuting ass cop ass Taylor. All I want to do, you know not want to be, I want to do my life. I want to be happy. Okay. I, all I want to do is come home, have peace. Uh, she, she uh, she, uh he says all kinds of shit. Tranquility. I
1: <laughs> hey, he wants peace and pudding. He wants to come. He in his mind is like, I worked a 12 hour day. I want <laughs> to come home to a nice fall like atmosphere. Where's the cucumber <laughs> water? But he gets in now, and that's the best part. It's like, <laughs> like he thinks why build would he come his in empire.
0: And- build his empire? I want to go to work, oh, yeah. pay my bills, build my empire, and have tranquility at home. But can I have that? No. Why
1: did you ask for her phone then? Yes. it seems like you would have you would have come home to like a like a blink blinking you know big eyed you know mother feeding your shit I don't know but basically he on this phone call he's like I'm gonna come back and get my shit and she's like he's like you've been so disgusting you've been so dirty I hope I don't, he's like I hope I don't, I don't catch anything and she's like I hope I don't catch anything because of like and she says that it's a guy and he like doesn't really say anything on the phone now from this moment we don't know what happens next but in the world it's been after christmas christmas he was on the naughty list he didn't do very good this christmas he Mm -hmm. was arrested for stealing some woman's car and credit card now this comes hot off of the fact that in the world of love after lockup social media he has gotten spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert he has gotten with Another woman, lady, young lady, who is like 20 nothing or something, and has been with her, and she's been posting like sex videos of them tagging on Instagram and stuff like that. Then he, you know, obviously goes to prison, like I just showed you. And then what had happened was Bobby had posted on Facebook, and then Taylor had like commented that he was back with that girl. And then on Reddit today, just like they're making fun of him because he has pictures honey of him massaging little tiny baby feet with the whose toes like can't really be separated in a lot of ways they look like webbed toes that he is massaging in very brown water with like God, just give me a thumbs up. I'm right. With like Yankee candle, three candles in the background with grouted brown tile. It's really disturbing, but it's what he deserves. Um, I, I and this whole time we've been like, Taylor, we're so happy you didn't get married. And yet, you know, like happy that you're again, the onion queen and not like you know, any sort of ring that he's, um, going to give you. But at the same time, also like, I can't believe you had that baby. Can't believe you can't believe. Yeah. He has let him like, you know, just, in you raw, you know, and the thing about it is, oh, that's what I brought to the table as well. The thing about it is Chance slash Earl also f- for intents and purposes is a good-looking-ish person. Now, whether, again, I said this before, people, I think, come for me, but he's not bad-looking. He's not, like, you know, Chance of, like, uh, <laughs> Chase. Chance, whatever. chance of the Earl of... What's Bronwyn? Bronwyn and... Oh yeah, Bronwyn and Chase. Chase. Okay. I don't know.
0: Sure. You know
1: how that man's so disgusting. It's like yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um. Anyway, God bless. So that's all I have to say about that. I will say uh though. Yeah. That also, I I had brought this because oh, I'm sorry, I had brought this because Lifetime TV is like coming out with a new series that basically looks. Like they're trying to come for Matt Sharp, and it's called Prison Brides. Looking for love and all in, looking for love and love of all a locked up places. places. Looking, looking for, for love, love. And too many. I don't know. I don't find <laughs> too many bars, honey. Behind love behind bars. Like what do they just came up with? Like love behind bars? This is, this is so crazy. <laughs> you can come up with so many. You're just like, I guess you. It's really hard to get a copyright on this kind of thing because yeah. they they you prison love or that kind of thing. There's been many instances of like talking about it on different docu-series. Like as we talk, Gypsy Rose Lee is out of prison, honey, where she not only went in prison for like the craziest reason ever, which is of course killing her mom justifiably because she was a Munhausen by proxy victim. But the other half of it is that she left the guy that killed her mom with her. And then during her stint in prison because of a prison website found a guy I mean, this Matt Shrap can't own that story, you know? You know what
0: I'm, saying? Yeah, I'm, sure I'm sure he love. wants to
1: own it. Such as love. He wants to own it. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: all right, you Long guys, episode. that has been a fun-filled, <laughs> uh, amazing episode. And we thank you so much for being on the journey with us. If you, perchance, were like, oh my God, there was so much that these girls were probably showing, and facial expressions, and pajamas, and Stanley glasses. cups and glasses, and you know, so much going on pictures and cervix tilting and all kinds of stuff. And you would like to see that you can join us on patreoncom slash docky sweeties for $10 a month. Um, it helps your girls pay for the person who is editing our videos. Um, and, you know, we, we love that support. So we're burgeoning growing Uh, podcast. And so having that support is really helpful. Um, So you can go to patreon.com slash DocuSweeties where you get a live every first Monday of the month, as well as other exclusive content. So join us there or be square. But if you can't do it and you are a square, unfortunately, and it's not any
1: fault of your own, but you would like to support us in other ways, Chris will tell you how you can do that. Ooh, try social media. We are at DocuSweeties on Instagram, at DocuSweeties on TikTok, at DocuSweeties1 on X. We have a Facebook group called the Docky Saweeties Podcast Facebook group and uh, you know we exist in all the forms so give us some love like and follow us if you haven't yet give us five stars wherever you listen to podcasts and a help of a review we love you so much alright we'll talk to you later bye mm-hmm.